Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Thursday morning, May the 4th. So, May starting out really nice weather-wise. We'll take it. Uh, looking real quick around the bay, give anybody some updates. Man, just about all the winds are kind of south to southeast, real light, 3, 7, 8, 5. I mean, it's uh, wind is not a factor again this morning, so that'll give... A lot of folks a good good shot at uh, getting on some open water fish that hadn't been targeted much all year and uh, do your thing with them. All right, let's run over to Venice, Louisiana, and let's uh, check in with old Mike Jeffcoat. Mike, good morning. How are you, man? Wore out, but I'm here. Wore out? That's a good thing. Making money, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I've been earning it the last few days. Have you? <laughs> mm. We were talking about you in the boat the other day on them old bull reds. I go, man, how does Mike Jeffcoat do this every day? Catch these nasty things and have to take them off and chunk them. Your hands and wrists have got to be just, you got to have some strong hands and wrists if you deal with that day in and day out. Absolutely. Or wore out. (laughs) Or wore out. Yeah, there's more like it. No, and I'm, that's it. I'm wore out. I mean, well, I got the day off. I mean, I am so happy to have a day off. I kind of overbooked myself this month. But especially with these trout bites. Uh, Mickey, it's unreal. I mean, you still get them trout. Man, that's awesome. Oh, I'll send you some pictures here in a minute. It's stupid. Yeah. And that's why I'm wore out. I had a 
four gentlemen on the boat the last three days. And you get four on the boat and them cattle are really chewing, you got a chance. So. Yeah, you do. So, I'd like yeah. to see those days again for me. Well, I'll Tired of catching bit. fish. <laughs> so, but, um, I just, I'm, I'm just kind of shocked about it. And, uh, I mean, it's like yesterday, I told one of the guys on, uh, that was on, sitting beside me on the console, I told him, I said, I ain't never fished here in my life. I just went by there. I went by it first thing yesterday morning. It looked real good and it kind of smelled good. And I said, I don't see no slicks, but. I said, there's something going on right there on that yeah, point. You smell them, yeah. Yeah. I said, there's something going on right there, but I was going back. I wasn't I was a quarter of a mile from where I caught them the day before. Went over there and had a little incident with a young fella. And, uh, oh. Yeah. I mean, just ain't no courtesy. No. No respect. Not. No nothing nowadays. And, no. Uh, just turn on the news and watch that, and it tells you all you need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So anyhow, I went and fished a spot I liked and nothing. And, uh, I mean, that spot was right, too, but I don't they, – they just wasn't there. So I said, you know what, let's run back over where we drove by, and it looked good and smelled good because the guy sat beside me and said, well, it looked good, didn't it, Kevin? I said, yeah, it did. So we go back over there and, I mean, first case, three-pounder and put him in a boat. And I said, here we go. Put the fire pole down and probably the next 20 fish was all redfish. I went, this is crazy. And I'm talking about keeper fish. Yeah, slot reds. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Put them in the boat, and I said, "We really want to catch trout, Captain." I said, "I know." So I picked the fire pole up, and slid <laughs> down about twenty yards, and caught a trout. And I put the pole back down, and we sat there till eleven thirty, I guess. And, um, it was just lights out, just you know, fishing that stubble, you know, and people. You know, they don't understand what I'm talking about. It's where that all that erosions took place, but them roots and it's still under the water. Yeah, it's still there. You can see it on your machine. You know, well, that becomes a, that becomes structure. Yeah, absolutely. And them trout love it. That's what they're doing. They're in there putting them eggs in it. In I'll be darned. So, yeah, you know, I went through quite a few jig edges. So. Stubble spawn. <laughs> Stubble spawn. <laughs> you know and. So, but I mean, them trout are just, they're everywhere. Um, Brent Ballet called me, uh, last night and he said, you get them? I said, yeah, I stood on them. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, I, I didn't have no more room in the box. That's great. Uh, and that, that, that 260 Triton has got a heck of a fish box on it. But mm. he got to the point, I just told him, I said, we ain't got no more room. And uh, I wore out on any But it's crazy. You know, everybody's 
calling me or send me messages. What's that flooding doing to you? you know, well, we got a green river already. Yeah. I come out, I, I, I come up past yesterday and I was on high tide. Pass was green. I'm going, it's weird. And I'm seeing mullet jumping all the way to the river. I get to the river and the river's green. I went, mm-hmm. hmm. Oh, where all that flood water is at? <laughs> so, I'm sure it's coming, but you know, on uh, I look on my phone and I don't have no big rise coming. So I don't know that stuff is. Yeah, it's flooding way up, you know, north of you. But I mean, that's got a lot of places to enter and filter out before it gets to you, though, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Matter of fact, they went from record been, record lows last year. Remember, <laughs> they were having oh, yeah, dredge areas of the Mississippi for nav- navigation purposes. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's what I was thinking about. And I mean, you know, it's talking about flooding that farmland and stuff up there, but that's going to soak up a lot of that water. Yeah, saturation. So, but um, well, last year it was climate change because the river was low, and now this year it's climate change because the river's high. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That ice melt, that ice melt's got us. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> uh, but now I went through a rough few nights worrying about that idiot that was running around my house. Yeah, that right there in and my wife's uh, backyard woods, buddy. That was uh, they rested him about they three miles. Got him. Yeah, they got him. Well, I knew shoot. when they got up there. I knew I knew when they got up there that kind of money, somebody's gonna turn him in. Either he was already back in Mexico or he was right there somewhere and somebody's gonna turn him in. They ain't gonna turn down old eighty thousand dollars. No. Y'all ain't had a rough weekend though. I mean um, I mean they was all over our house and the helicopters non stop. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Rusty said it was wild. It was a big-time manhunt. I mean, they put it on. <laughs> I got to give them credit. They put manhunt on on that yet. And so, no, where they found that phone and stuff, he wasn't, it wasn't a mile from my house. Wow. That's, that's yeah. close, too close for comfort. Yeah, it is. You know, I'm surrounded by woods and, yeah, and people don't realize, you know, it, I mean, that's, he's on a run. He's desperate. And, you know, if he'd kill Absolutely. five people, just think what he'd do to, for his own safety to keep, avoid being captured. Absolutely. Well, that whole area had to be on lockdown, man. Full uh, and that's what I, you know, that's what I told her uh, Monday. I said, you need to put the gun back in the car. And she said, I can't. She can't have that gun in her car on, at her job. Oh, and, company uh, property? Wonder why? Yeah. I they got a gun policy. Just a policy? Because yeah. I, know. I told her, I said, I, just, I wouldn't, don't open your mouth. Ain't nobody going to look in your car, but put the gun back in the car. I said, because, you know, that was my concern, you know, her by herself there and going out, going to work every morning, you know, what are these right there waiting on her? And, yeah grab her car make the escape so so it was a crazy world we're living in brother it is 
you know, because I was surprised about them dogs not finding him. And I don't know if it's a fact, but evidently he left on a bicycle, so that might have been why they couldn't track him. Yeah, no feet on the ground. No feet on the ground. That's right. So, it's hard to leave scent when you're on a bicycle. Yeah, absolutely. So, but other yeah. than that, man, it's just, uh, it, it, we just, we've got some, some, I mean, it's the best fishing I've seen in a long time. I mean, we're always, you know, fishing is good over here, but we're at, we're at extreme. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah customers uh oh captain we we kind of wanted trout you know complaining about 20 reds <laughs> yeah then, you, then yeah. you get you know it's hard to make them all happy i'll tell you that man well but, absolutely uh, catching is catching yeah so but <laughs> you know man i'm hearing on the radio too i mean they're still just Unbelievable amount of guides that are seabed fishing right now. Really? Still after them yep. old? Yep. They're out there on them rigs, and they're just whacking them, you know. And it's uh, them poor boys that <laughs> I'm, I wouldn't want to be a, a fish cleaner right now, I can tell you that. Not if you're having to clean them rough fish. Yeah, exactly. So, so. If I was they, a fish uh, cleaner, I'd have a, I'd have a sign up. Trout only, no rough fish. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and then you throw them, you throw them, <laughs> them drum in there, them black drum. Boy, we, these guys fished three days. I guess it was Monday. We just, we caught redfish Monday. Well, I didn't have the weather to go catch them trout Monday. That wind was right. pretty rough. And, um, we just went and caught redfish, and we was in no water. I don't know. Has y'all's water been low this week? Yeah, that that uh, that blow definitely. Uh, oh, we had uh, definitely had some well, water exchange. Yeah, and crazy tides, and I mean, there's a lot of guys got stuck this week. I nearly got stuck yesterday. Goodness, and, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I just come up on a spot that I hadn't been running, and but I was trying to cut some mileage off, and I was going to go back through that delta, and I was going across there, and all of a sudden, I seen all this grass in front of me, and I went, you know, it ain't thick yet, but it's starting to really come up, and I made a U-turn, kind of sat beside me, and said, what's up, Captain? I said, you can sell that grass. Now he turned and looked behind me. He said, "Boy, you blowing mud, Captain?" I said, "I know I'm blowing mud. I'm trying." Yeah, to get that's out. why I'm doing a U-turn and going back where I came from. I'm not going to yeah. get out and push. Then I had to boat. go. <laughs> you know, I had to go about eight miles out of my way to go come back home. So right, <laughs> but we was Monday. We was catching them redfish, and by the time I got in front of the boat, hooked up, my reel went off, and I said, "Oh, there's them blue reds." And wasn't a big run. He rustled him around there, and I knew when it slowed down what it was. And we caught like four in a row, thirty pound black drum. Up there. Oh boy! Nasty. But that is happy. They took pictures of them. They was all happy about it. I said, "Well, that's cool." Then we caught. I think we caught one yesterday. But so you had the same guys for three days. Yep. 
Boy, what do they do with all them fish? That's a lot of meat. They had to go buy ice boxes yesterday to go I home. I bet they did. <laughs> so, boy. Yeah. All right, Mike. I'm out of time, my friend. If somebody wants to call you and come over and fish, I'd highly recommend it. Sounds really good, man. Yeah, it is. 832-338-9376. Get us on the web at RJ Hunting and Fishing. And to let everybody know, I talked to Tex last night, and uh, he's doing a lot better and made one trip already. And That's good. Uh, good Everybody's spirit, praying so. for him. Yep. He said he'd call you Sunday. All right. Well, I'll I'll make it a point to call him. I'll get him. All right. There you go. Get him on the horn, right. man. Get him on the horn. Let him tell you the story. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Mike, have a good one, my friend, and catch him up. I'll talk to you Saturday. All right, buddy. Get some more Later. good info. All right. See you, man. All right. That's Mike Jeffcoat in Venice, Louisiana. And I need to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's from their tanks to your live well. That bait's as good as it can possibly be, and there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. Works great on tournament fish, too. And uh, if you need more info on it, call Jason at 281-701-8107. And if you're looking for great seafood and good prices and availability, Boards has always got them fresh, wild-caught gulf shrimp, and we're at the height of crawfish season, and they've got plenty of them. Great prices, good availability. Check out their Santa Fe location. They boil them up there. You can pick them up right there by the high school. Excellent quality. They they boil really good crawfish. 409-945-4001 or boydsonestop.com. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 520 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down Tiki Island Way. Let's check in with old Captain James Plog, old JP. James, what's up? Yo, Mick, what's up, buddy? Hey, man, what's going on, man? Oh, it's all shaking, baby. It's all shaking. <laughs> the leaves ain't shaking. No, there ain't no leaves shaking. What? Hey, what a turnaround. Man, it's been years since I've seen a May start out this calm. Yeah, no kidding. Well, just hang on. <laughs> just well, hang yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. man, I played golf in that blow Saturday. Oh, you played in that? Come on, it, man. It was brutal, dude. Brutal. Oh, we was up in the trees and stuff, but still, it was uh, <laughs> it was a little be, be desired. <clears throat> well, it was laying down everything inside, even small children. <laughs> That was a that was a true split skirt alert. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> and then Sunday Sunday was nice. <clears throat> we played Sunday out at Lake Jackson, and it was uh, it, it was it was nice. But you know Monday. Oh, you went to that I good went, course that you've been wanting me to come play with you. Yeah, it was that one it you was like. Nice. It's I heard it's a nice course. <laughs> it is. It's like rated top five. It's it's good for me, so I can really I can really suck out there. But it's uh. <laughs> It it was uh it was nice, but you know the so Monday, <clears throat> I guess the water got the, the tide got so low and got tore up. Now I missed the Monday. Now we caught fish, 
but I missed them. I thought the Steve, they caught them pretty good. But Yeah, Steve had a pretty good day, Mike. <laughs> yeah, but I went. I had this big master plan, and uh, I got to my master plan, and it wasn't any good. And then, and then, and then the, the Northeast wind got me. It come up a little bit. Like, man, it's kind of blowing. Then it's like, I wasn't catching nothing, and it's really blowing. I said, man, this ain't no good. Let's go. So I ended up, like, having to run, like, really run, like, run like a long ways. Yeah. <clears throat> and I got to where I was going, and it's mud. Everything's trash. So I'm like, I'm just done. <laughs> you know, you're just done. And I went to this place. I know there's some fish, and I just put the anchor out, just sat there, like, really thinking, trying to get an exit strategy on this whole plan. An exit strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like going home, like, man, this ain't no good. Well, hey, man, it hit about nine. But, you know, like you say, it, it didn't even call for northeast winds. So I know it's going to drop out. I just don't know when. Sure, northeast wind <laughs> will always lay for you. Yeah, about nine, it just started dropping out. Well, it got dead calm, and it got perfect. Yeah, And there's was. not a soul in the bay, not a soul. I said, I'm going to find them, and I did. I found them everywhere I went. And every one of them, they're not 14 inches. No, they're, they're 12. The, they're babies, tens, dude. 9s, 10s, 11s. And, and look, Mickey, I ain't even fishing where I've been fishing. I'm fishing like a long way, like coming toward you. And there's nothing to see. I'm just fishing numbers, nothing. But I was trying to pick a small spot, you know, a real big, big reef or something. You can't really drift. There ain't nothing to see So unless you just get lucky. Right. You know, you're not going to land on them. <clears throat> and we caught fish everywhere we went. And then uh, my last stop out of there, I was going to go back to my big master plan. <clears throat> my last stop out of there, we stopped about three foot of water, a little pump. I mean, you can't get your lure back, but they're babies. Everywhere, everywhere like that. Anyway, in long story short, we catch like We had a seven. big dump. We had a nursery dump, man, with that blow. Well, Mickey's been, even here, I mean, they're not, like, fixing to be legal. Like, you're not going to catch them in, like, June and they're going to be legal. No, this is next year stuff. A hundred percent. I don't know where they come from. <clears throat> so Nursery we do dump. all that. Yeah, we do all that garbage, and, we, you know, we catch, I don't know. You don't stay. Really, when there's fish that size, there's no reason to trash them because there's no. probably not any big ones. In two places I stopped, we would catch the biggest fish first. Like, you'd catch one 17, 18 inches. Okay, we got them. Just stopping on nothing. Absolutely nothing. I and, did a lot of that yesterday. Well, <laughs> welcome welcome to the world, man. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, then we catch another one. I said, okay, we got them. Man, it's every cat. It's bird working deal. I said, look, man, we can't stay here. We I was watching. We ain't killing nothing. I mean, a couple of them got hooked in the eyeball. They're so smart. Look, man, we got to go. But it was, you know, I've caught them in that kind of color water a billion times, and, and we caught them. There's, there they are. I mean, if a 12-inch will eat, a 12-pounder will eat. They're just not, they're not here. <laughs> so, anyway, we boarded that mission. We caught, like, you know, a bunch of fish, 60, 70. I don't know what we caught. They had, like, seven fish. And then I went back waiting. <laughs> Tuesday and started out same deal. We catch a couple of nice fish, babies. I mean babies. We stood. I stood. Well, I caught like twenty. I said, "I ain't doing this. Let's go." We got my guy and we left. 
mean, I had another little spot I got out on, and it's 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 Katie Bard up there. I mean, they're good ones, and it's it's as many as you can catch, good ones. Now you catch some little ones in there. There's some babies, but there were so many good ones it didn't it didn't matter. <clears throat> so we got we done with that, and I ran 22 miles. I said I want to go check something. I ran 22 miles. <clears throat> got out on this place I found this winter, and buddy, they're on it. Man, we're 22 miles apart, and the water wasn't very good. I'm like, man, I drove a long way not to fish here. I better just get out because I drove all the way over here. And it was pretty good, and those were good fish. Not four-pounders, but a lot of threes. <laughs> and then when the bite ends, it's over. When it's over, you can stick a fork in it. <laughs> Everything goes to sleep, and you can't hardly catch nothing. Maybe them redfish. Hey, we're fishing out there Monday Douglas is looking, he said, what's that? I've been watching the redfish for like 10 minutes, and they're just swimming. A couple of turns on them, you see them swimming on top. I don't say nothing. He said, what's that? I said, that's redfish, as long as your leg, don't even look at them, Douglas. I ain't going over there. Yeah, bud. I said, no, there ain't no yeah, bud. We ain't going over there. I said, if they swim by here, you can cast at them. But it was funny. I watched them go around that reef, go down the edge of it. They were not coming up on that hump. I watched them just keep swimming off. But unless you just got somebody that wants to do that, you can't stop on none of them redfish. They're all big, giant, They're huge, huge. Yeah, did y'all stop on any of them? No, no, I didn't yeah. even go look. I went I the other yeah. way. Uh, that's a good thing to do. I went nook and granny fishing. That's a good thing to do. So I don't know, Mickey. There's just so many small ones, uh, which is good. I mean, I ain't talking saying bad, but you know. They're just nursery. They're just they're babies. We caught some Jay yesterday or whatever, caught a fish, and he holds him up. I said, man, that thing had to be born like last week. <laughs> <laughs> still had mi- hey, that one still had milk on his breath. <laughs> oh, Mickey, it's, it's, it's cool. I mean, he looked cool. I said, man, be easy with these little old things. I mean, you know. If you got some 14 and a half, 14 and three quarters, it's kind of worth to stay there and beat them up. Maybe you get your old 15 fish that you can keep. But when they're 12, 13, you probably ain't. The big one's going to be 14 and a half. Yeah. That's... From what I can see. Child molesting. Get out yep. of them. Yep. There's good vision. You can get bites, but <clears throat> you got to move. But, you know, them fish we caught the next day waiting were. And a lot of nice fish. They were you know, 18, 21 inches. Good fish. That was pretty That was pretty good. And it was in a little video spot. And I don't know how long we stood there and caught them. I'm like, man, how many fish are here? This place ain't very big. It ain't as big as the front of my boat. And there was a bunch of them on it, though. And it didn't look like nothing was there. It was the same deal. I mean, there was some old bait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it wasn't nothing special. It's a little old spot. You know, we said, we're going to walk down here and throw on top of this thing. If ain't no good, we're gone. I mean, it's easy to do. If you right. 15 minutes, if it's good, it's good. If it ain't, you leave. <clears throat> but I had caught some fish there last week in some really bad conditions, like mud, boiling, nasty. We had about six bites and ta- caught two real good ones. I said, man, they might be here. This is pretty crappy conditions that we're fishing in. And yesterday was the first day I'd been back. And the water, you know, the water was clean. It was good. And they were there. Uh, you know, you catch them, catch that, you know, that many bites and really terrible, I mean, terrible stuff you wouldn't even get out of the boat fish on. There's probably some, you know, probably quite a few of them there. 
Well, that's it. But my boat fishing, Mickey, for me, hasn't been too good. I don't really have them out of the boat, not me personally. I mean, I know, you know Steve's doing good. Kenny and them did real good. But me personally, I ain't, I ain't got them. No, weight fishing, I got them. But other than that, <laughs> being me having to go drift fishing, I ain't too good right now. <laughs> well. It'll come around. I can concur because <laughs> I saw it firsthand <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> and it's uh, – Hey, but you know, like you're talking about, if uh, you know, fishing can be really good. It's just what you, you know, what you said and what Charlie said. The fish are where they're at, and we got such a big bay, and there's some uh, a bunch of void. And when you find them, you find them good. But man, it's you know, I go every day, and I mean, I still miss them and can't find them. And it's uh, you know, just like where he was at Monday. That didn't even come into my brain. I was on that side. It didn't even come into my brain to go do that because it's not something I do a lot by no means. <clears throat> so, you know, but it's cool. But, the, you know, some of the water's good and some of the water's bad. I think the bad water comes from that tide getting so low. It did. It sucked a lot of that from up my way. Yeah. Spread it how bad all is over the place. Really, how bad is it? Is it bad? Man, it's it's not good. I mean, I've seen it worse, and I've caught them in worse, but it just, uh, it's just that old turnover look. You know, it's, you know, you pull up, and it looks good, and you drop your lure in it, and you go, wow, there ain't much visibility here. (laughs) Yeah, I'd see like two inches. Yeah, and I'm going, well, it's got some green tint to it. It's got a little salt in it, less fish. Yeah. Yeah, that's, anyway, that's what it, it was a beautiful, beautiful day yesterday, and it uh, we had fun. It was oh, yeah, and, it was awesome. Me and Big Red and Raz and Sammy, we had a good time. Oh, that's a, that's a good crew. Burned well, even Monday. Made some cast. Yeah. Hey, it was all good. It was good, man. Like, Monday, the water, it was good enough to catch them. I mean, you know, you can't see very far, but like you said, we've caught them a million times, and, and I was catching They were biting but you hit that trolling motor and move around, and there's just so much silt still in there. You see the old dirt start coming up. Yeah, I was doing that yesterday. I'd look at my, my, it's like my trolling motor's leaving a mud trail everywhere I go, and it's not even exactly. anywhere near the bottom. Exactly. Because that silt, I tell you, that silt's still there. It's trying to settle, but you're turning it back up again. That's it. Yeah, no, for it, sure. Was it salty, or was it just. Maybe so. No, it, it was salty. You know, it was plenty, I mean, plenty enough to hold fish. But it right, just, right. uh, it, it just, it just sucked. <laughs> that's the only way I can put it. Hey, that's the only way you can tell it. You just didn't, I just didn't land on them, man. Hey, the more you go, the better you do. And, and then you have your bad days in there, too. I mean, that's just oh. part of the game. A hundred percent. April and May, you're going to have good ones, hero ones. <laughs> I'm liking the way the weather started out this month. I'm really liking that. I know a lot of a lot of guys are. And yeah, it's know. cool, man. This, I'd rather a lot rather have this, but it's going to bump up a little bit tomorrow. But they backed off of it a little bit. It, it was 15 to 20. Now you got it 10 to 15. Yeah, I hadn't even. Looked. I looked over there for Cameron, and then they got good. They got some good weather for that tournament. They leave at 10 o'clock today, so I'll give you a report. <laughs> they, they turn fishing? them loose at 10. Uh, at a hurricane hole in Grand Isle, Louisiana, built right. this plastic. And uh, I put the curse over there, looked at it this morning. And, man, 
it bumps up to like two foot one day at like eight to ten knots. Nothing. It's nothing. But he says the grass is the worst you ever seen it, man. He said you can't hardly fish. He said it's terrible. Terrible. But the fish are in it. The fish they're seeing are in that grass, man. Well. And, and that ain't for the faint of heart. You gotta fight it. You fight it all day long. So we'll, we'll see. All right, plug. All right, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming fishing, throw them out some info there. They can get a hold right. of you and uh, go to the bottom and live the dream all in one spectacular trip. Epic, man. Epic. <laughs> epic. <baby>. Epic, buddy. 409 <laughs> All right, dog. All right, see brother, you, James. Holly. All right. Take care. All right. That's Captain James Plog. It's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. From the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 540 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to G-Town. Let's check in with Captain Sharky Marquez this morning. Michael, good morning. How are you, man? What's up, stud? What's going on? Can you hear me pretty well? I got you in my truck speaker, and I can take you no, off. No, you're need, you're but... good to go, brother. You're good to go. Good deal, dude. Well, well cooking good looking. Tell me something. Now you tell me something. You're the one that sent me some <laughs> pictures a while ago. How big was that snap, man? That was a giant. Dude, giants, man. I mean, absolute giants. You know, we had a captain's meeting uh, yesterday, and it was such a gorgeous day, man. It was like you know what we got to go and we got to go and have a fun trip, and uh, a couple of our inshore boats have have some close offshore trips coming up. We open those up in May, right? And uh, you know we we hadn't had the opportunity to blast out, you know, to the close close areas, you know, in state water and and uh, see what it looks like out there and see what's going on. And man, we hit a couple of spots and uh, and caught a few little snapper. Of course, we weren't fishing for snapper. We were doing some trolling and doing some, uh, we were looking for some mangroves. Right. And uh, the mangrove gig didn't pan out. I think those guys might still be further in that 30-mile range. But, uh, and we were, I mean, right off the beach. Man, we found structure and started dropping uh, big baits down, you know, whole shad with a two-ounce, three-ounce, uh, three-ounce weight on it. Hooked up to something big, it ran us into the structure, and uh, you know, we're you're so you're so close to the beach, you know, out there. Sometimes we catch a lot of uh, bull reds, so right. we're thinking, you know, this got to be a bull red. And uh, we amp up our tackle a little bit, drop it back down. Bam, dude! Thirty-four inch snapper was the first snapper. Wow! That thing was giant, giant, giant. You know, you're talking like sixty mile offshore snapper, you know, and we're looking at the beachfront. Um, it was crazy. Oh, I say that, you know, the Matagorda and Port Aransas and, you know, Corpus and sometimes Freeport, you know, they get the snapper close in, but we don't, you know, typically in Galveston, you know, I know back in the day it was a lot different, but, uh, more recently, you know, a lot of those close areas are, are really highly fished and, uh, and we just don't see them like that, you know, very often. And so, um, it was a blast for us, man. We, I think we ended up with, you know, four or five giant, giant jumbo snapper. Of course, we caught and released them because we were on my federal boat. <laughs> so that kind of stunk. But uh, caught and released them. And, uh, 
it's good to know they're out there. And then Cajun Chris has a has a trip this afternoon, a close offshore this afternoon, so he's actually going out there. So I'll be excited and eager to see what uh what he ends up with. Right. But it's funny, man. You know, we're driving out through the jetty system, and you know, most of us have been fishing the jetties this time of year that was the first time we really went anywhere you know past the jetties in the last i don't know good while and we're all looking at the rocks it's freaking crystal green water i mean just clear we're all like man oh man there's got to be trout and redfish and everything else in there it's kind of funny you know we're heading offshore but looking at the conditions inshore thinking golly they look good <laughs> oh goodness but uh, uh i'm fixing to make the the mindset switch you know from inshore to offshore that june june 1st is coming up quick so i'm about to be there so well, exciting we'll time of the year a lot of a lot of uh, different ways to go and a lot of variables all we need that's is good exactly weather right. fair weather and i that's it i gotta think if those if those big snapper are that close in it, it ought to be a pretty stellar uh stellar season for us you know last last summer compare in comparison to the summer prior uh i noticed i was having to go a lot further for for bigger snapper you know where right. I, whereas two summers ago i was going 30 miles well last summer i was having to go 40 you know 45 50 miles for the for the big snapper so to see him in that close and a jumbo yeah, jumbo snapper like that it's a good I mean, those pictures, those photos, those were those are huge. Oh yeah, I'm gonna post them up this afternoon. It was that's uh, uh that's yeah, close in, man. Massive. See the beachfront and catching <laughs> snapper like that. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. Up I here, was calling my You know, wife. down south, <laughs> you can see that down south, but up here, that's nuts, that's right. Man. That's right. That's right. Yeah, my my, I had cell phone service catching giant snapper. My wife called. I was like, Ashley, you're not gonna believe what we got. You know what we're taking a picture of right now, and I'm talking to you on the phone. You know, that was weird. Um, but we'll see. This morning, I've got a good buddy of mine, uh, Kyle, and I'm taking him out and, and a few of his uh, his employees. We're gonna get out there. I got some live croaker. I got some live shrimp. They're big into into the tournament fishing world, and so probably do a little bit of some trout fishing get those guys in their element and then uh we'll take them out and see if we can get them hooked up on a megalodon but my my plan as of this morning is to go straight to the jetties and start doing a little bit of some free shrimping and uh and we got live croaker so soak some soak some croaker on a free line out there and hold on buddy yeah I'm, i hear there's uh some, some good trout starting to show up out there oh yeah oh yeah in the last week or so, you know, we're not we're not seeing a lot of numbers, but we're seeing a lot of really good. Yeah, but at least you're fish, seeing some. You know? Yeah. Well, well, from what I could hear this morning, you know, driving driving to work this morning, a lot of folks are uh, struggling in the bay system. It sounds like it's it's just different areas. It's you know, tough. it's right now. I think Lower Galveston Bay is probably producing better, and down behind the pass, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as quality fish, keeper fish, and all that, it just—it's just the way it is right now. I mean, it's uh, comes and goes, know. don't it? I don't have no way to spin it. Mm-hmm. You know, you try to make rhyme or reason of uh, of why it happens, and you know, you just you kind of figure something out in your head. You're like, oh man, it's got to be because we got this, you know, fresh water in the system or dropping tides, but 
really all in all, you know, some days you get out there and you think it's going to be crap and it's the best day of fishing of your life, you know. It's just, True. These fish, these fish got a mind of their own. You just got to be out there with lines in the water, you know, willing to willing to give it a shot, you know. <laughs> well. That's it. <sighs> so It changes. Every we'll year see. is a little bit different, you know, but the fish – you know their habitat where they normally like to spend their time at certain times of the year that's you know you should be able to find them there with you know conditions prevailing that's the whole that's deal. right that's right and that's right we saw catches go up in certain areas this week due to low winds and and you know these guides and everybody were able to go to these areas and target fish if they hadn't been able to fish all spring it's just too dang rough man yeah yeah that's exactly right yeah, you know you, know you put a drill. few things together. I know the drill, man. I mean, look how y'all have to fight it with all this wind. Oh, oh well. All right, Sharky. If somebody wants to uh, give you a call, give them some info, my friend. Come on with it. And hey, I did want to mention we have our grand opening at Bayside Event Center here on May twenty seventh. It's open to the public. We're gonna have live music and open bar. Cool. Uh, and then all the captains will be out here. We'll do some lodging tours. So that's May 27th here on 61st Street, man. We'd love to have you guys load up the family. It'll be a it'll be a fun time. Um, what is that so on a Saturday? Out, it's a it's actually a Thursday night. It's from a Thursday four to night. Seven okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like come, to but that's crazy. my work night. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd love to have you, Mickey, and and anybody else listening. But uh, yeah, if you want to book a trip. Up on our website, guys. It's Outcast Fishing with no G, charters.com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability. Our summer is getting booked up quick. So if you guys want to get out this summer, don't wait to hop on there and put a deposit down for your trip, man. We'd love to have you guys. Let's go make some memories. All right, Sharky. Hey, good talking to All you, right, man. Stuff. Catch him up, brother. You See you. brother. God bless. See you, buddy. All right. Thanks, Sharky. All right. Let's go up to Sam Rayburn now, the big Sam. Let's check in with Randy Deerman this morning. Randy, good morning. How are you, buddy? Hey, Captain Mick. How you doing there? Oh, man, it's all good. How you doing? Uh, it's all good. It's all good right now. Hopefully these uh, these cold fronts are done, I hope. I hope so. It's, uh, it's been nice weather this week. I'll take it. I mean, it's supposed to, supposed to be that way. Maybe a little rain on the weekend. <laughs> But uh, nothing to – it just – life's good, you know. Yeah. How's your uh, crappie fishing? Are they starting to respond to this better weather? Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, I want to hear. We'll be there in a couple yeah. of weeks, man. <laughs> you, you'll hit it. You'll hit it perfect. I don't know how you do it. But uh, uh, there's, you know, more and more getting out there every day. So Still catching, you know – four or five to one throwbacks but uh right you know there's getting more and more of them big old slabs out there yes sir jigs minnows or what uh we just been catching both minnows you know minnows? You, okay. yeah i'm sure you can catch some other jig if we wanted to but it seems like you know if you're gonna catch a boat jig you need to back off the brush and cast it Pull it up over it. Mm-hmm. Through it. 
works works better that way than the, just straight up and down with the jig. I'm not saying that you won't catch some because we have caught some like that, but uh, it just works better if you're casting it. Well, but that uh, you know the wind, <clears throat> that north wind, boy, it blew. What you? Was that was Saturday? a that was a blow there, buddy. Saturday, yes, oh, sir. Oh, that was my a goodness. that was a ringtail tutor. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we canceled and didn't go. <laughs> but, Can't uh, blame you. <laughs> a lot of people didn't. Oh my goodness! Well, how's but, bass fishing? You been doing any of that, or mostly crappie fishing right now? I haven't. I haven't bass fished in about. Week and a half, just been yeah. probably fishing every day. A couple of days that we didn't fish, I was sinking trees. Sinking, <laughs> so, that, sinking that brush, baby. Boy, y'all work yeah. hard doing that. But it pays off when you get it all done, and all you got to do is fish and make money then, buddy. Yeah. Got to build new piles. I don't think uh, I'm going to take off a couple of days there before y'all get there to let everything rest right so it ought to be it ought to be wide open now i got the same crew i had last year saying everybody's exactly the same so here we come again oh that is a crew y'all y'all got a place where you stand yeah time? uh david got us a house somewhere so it'll accommodate okay. all of us it'll be close it's like five minutes from the boat ramp there at yeah. Mill Creek. Yeah. Plus, uh, I can't wait to eat at the stump. I love that place. <laughs> That's good food, man. All right, well, brother. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming up, fishing a few days, get up there in the pretty uh, piney woods. Do it. How they get a hold of you? Okay, nine three six three two eight oh eight six four. Have a good get back. We're gonna do to it, it, Randy, and uh you have a good day. Nice talking to you. I'll see you in a couple of weeks, brother. All right. All right, later. All right. Unfortunately that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early at four AM right here at Sports Radio six ten K I L T Houston. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.